0: Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter code GIRLBOSS at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. And by FreshBooks, if you believe that living your best life includes being your own boss, then you need to try FreshBooks. FreshBooks makes creating and sending invoices, organizing your expenses, and tracking your hours the easiest part of your day. Go to freshbooks.com slash girlboss for your free 30-day trial. Hi, and welcome to another installment of girl boss radio from panoply i'm sophia amaruso the founder of nasty gal and the author of girl boss every week i talk to different girl bosses successful women in all sorts of fields to hear how they kickstarted their careers and became the inspiring women they are today today's guest is moj madara but first my tall crazy friend liz is back on the show she's an actor comedian and writer And we'll probably make you laugh. We'll be talking about our week and, of course, our girl boss moments of the week. Hey, Liz. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks, Sophia. How are you? Good. So it sounds like you had a crazy
1: morning. I had a crazy morning. Always something. Yeah. We have a new principal at our school. That's why my eye's twitching, if you're wondering. Oh, yeah. So when you suppress a bunch of anger, (laughs) it brought back being in the principal's office. I don't know. I feel like you probably spent some time there, maybe. Oh, yeah. My son got bullied, and uh, I had u U-turn on the way here and go back to school. Oh my god! And, and pick a, him up or what? Just talk to the principal. There's new rules. Can I just tell you them, and you tell me if you think they're weird? Okay, yeah. The new rules are no high-fiving. Okay. It's exclusionary. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you know somebody might get excluded.
0: What? What? Okay. okay that's okay. why my eyes. This is amazing. That's why
1: my eyes going like the whole time he's talking. I'm like. Can everyone see my eye twitching, or is it wow. just me? Wow, no enthusiasm. Um, okay. okay, what else? My eye the whole time is just like...
0: <laughs> I'm like, that makes sense. She looks like Popeye. Yeah.
1: Second one is no tag. It's dangerous.
0: Oh, my God. They're <laughs> 10. He's 10.
1: No tag. It's super dangerous. If you A lot of tag injuries. And... um, <laughs>
0: No, no childhood. How about that? Yeah.
1: How about just no childhood? It's like no wonder all these kids are fighting on the playground because what are they doing? Like playing chess, standing around. <laughs> They're all standing around, not high fiving each other on swings at ten years old. Talking about gluten. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, more, um, more rules. This is incredible. Yeah. I, so wow, I had to go down there, and it brought back
0: really awful
1: and repressed what, so memories. What, the, what was
0: the bullying? What happened?
1: There's a beef on the playground between some kids that want to do some of these games including my child and it's kind of hard when you agree with them you can't agree with them. You have to agree with the principal. So I was just standing there with my eyes twitching nodding my head up and down. So I was a little bit late. Hey, what's up? Wow. Yeah, yeah, your hair looks great. Thanks. Yeah.
0: I blew it out. Yeah.
1: I love getting blown Uh, out. (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh my god what so, so
0: i saw, so a, I saw deer, a deer a female deer i heard you have a boyfriend
1: i knew you were gonna go right
0: there i heard you have a boyfriend i heard that she got asked to go steady oh my god stop we won't talk right about now. we won't talk about it but that's pretty oh. cool i haven't heard from liz i haven't got any <clears throat> panicked text in so many days have stop it she's you guys so stop it so cool i love it she's been pushing for this boy but after last you know last time we got together it was like i can't handle you the right guy, now the guy's face
1: is you look like you're on an ecstasy not that i wouldn't know what that what?
0: is it's called empathy <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's like double day double day yeah, yeah Olive oh yeah.
0: garden oh, yeah. Can we say Olive
1: Sizzler. garden apple
0: Applebee's. i don't want to exclude any of the good restaurants onion blossom mm. I spoke at the Brentwood School conference at the Brentwood School this on Saturday. Only this
1: one gets off a plane on a from, Friday and yeah. speaks
0: at a conference at nine a.m. on a Saturday, and then calls me and is like, "Want me to pick you up for brunch?" Yeah, we drove to the Fountain Room at the Beverly Hills Hotel and had breakfast. That's my favorite place. It was so cute. Damn it. Yeah, and then we went to book soup, and I bought Diane von Furstenberg's book <gasps> because I met her at the Brentwood conference. I was so I excited for that because I just don't assume that people know who I am. But I'm also blonde. And she said, Oh my God, I loved your book. you remind me so much of myself. I can help you so much. Here's my email address. Come on. Go buy my book. You haven't read my book. Go buy my book, she said. She. So I did. I <laughs> so love you. Because then I looked so on cool. her Instagram and there was photos of they, you. They like Instagrammed me twice. I know. It was so sweet. I was really proud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah proud yeah. mom. So I have a new proud friend. Proud mom. I actually choked on my spit when I met her. I just swallowed yeah. the weird chunk of my smoothie. And you're like, hi. But it seemed like I was really choking in the moment. My husband's thought it was cute was like but Pull it
1: together. don't spin on her
0: I touched mm. her on the shoulder I was like wrap <coughs> dress and she was just like looking at me like mm mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. so that
1: was cool yeah I was really excited when I saw that pop up I was really proud of you
0: I um, went to New York. Last week and went. to, This is all in the last week, isn't it? You busy. A dinner for Ray Ban that was pretty cool. They had people dancing on the table and stuff. Did you get me
1: some glass? Uh, maybe, yeah. I'm okay. waiting for a, a okay. load. Okay, yeah.
0: Oh, you wait for a load, huh?
1: <laughs> wait for a load to drop. <laughs> I'm gonna drop a load on you. I would love it if you dropped a load.
0: What do you guys think about a girl boss newsletter, like an email newsletter? Oh yeah. Tweet at me. Tell me what you think. Yeah. Because. I don't know. I feel like the podcast is one way to stay in the touch. Podcast we- oh, the podcast right. The podcast is one we way We should to th- do a podcast. Shut up. I won't. I've lost my teeth. I'm just... I won't. I'm gumming it. Oh, yeah. And I watched Liz on, on this funny show that she's on. It's me? actually a really funny show. It's pretty funny. Huh? It is. I've There's never some liked a prank stuff. show because they're usually so obnoxious. But you can tell the people on it are actually funny. They're not just loud idiots who have been produced to, like, pull pranks. We
1: have funny people and the casting. It's really well cast.
0: The, yeah, the casting does really well. We try and write
1: exactly what we're looking for. Lo and behold, L.A. is just full of wonderful subject matter.
0: Yeah. And really gullible people who want to be on that TV. People that just, like, they don't care.
1: They'll do. There's never been one person that hasn't signed that release. They don't care. Hmm.
0: Anyway. Anyway. Um, so what's your girl boss moment of the week, Liz? Um,
1: I had two. Uh, one was keeping it together with the principal this morning. Second was, you know how I am about people reading my scripts. I feel weird. Uh-huh. And I let my special. She
0: released the Kraken. What you say? She let someone read her writing.
1: I would rather audition or do things in front of a room full of strangers Then share
0: something. I don't know about you, but
1: don't you feel more comfortable speaking to 3,000 strangers? Well,
0: pretending to be something is different than writing something in earnest. So I guess you're safer when you're performing. I'm like, you can see me
1: totally naked. Yeah. (laughs) But, not that that's happened. I'm like, you can see me totally naked, but you can't hold these pieces of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So um, my moment was being vulnerable. Good for you.
0: Thank you. That's cool. What was my girl boss moment? My girl boss moment... This week is just getting through the week. Yeah, do it. That's my girl boss I moment. like it
1: when you don't have such a specific
0: fucking moment. Sorry. Angry she's gonna, today. She's going to make me cry. Good
1: for you for just That's getting through rude. it. Rude. No, it's just nice. We like to see it when, yeah. when the girl boss is just like, fuck, this is a bossy ass week. This <laughs> mm-hmm. is an interesting week.
0: Another girl boss moment for me would be learning last night how to say that you can't do something without telling people why because i'm usually Ah. like i've been traveling a lot and i just i miss my husband or if you have kids you can say fever i have to be home for dinner i have to pick up my kids from school nobody fever okay (laughs) nobody gives you shit. but if you don't have kids if you say i want me time or i'm gonna go home because i have to work if you don't have another social commitment it's really rude to say you can't do something so what you should say is i have a commitment i have a fever even if that commitment's yourself I'm sorry I have a commitment that night or I'm unavailable at that time. How about this time? That's smart. Instead of saying like, I'd love to, but But I just don't think I'm going to be good company because I'm tired. That's what I do. And then people are like, all right, you fucking weirdo. So let's get to some girl boss moments from our listeners. You can always leave us your girl boss moments. By using the hashtag girlbossmoment on Instagram or Twitter. You can follow girlboss at girlboss on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me at Sophia Amoruso on Instagram and Twitter. And if you really want to, you know, include Liz, you can also tag her. It's at the Liz Carey because she's a...
1: Now I know how to read. So go ahead and send me some stuff. All right. I liked meljoy242. Melanie, this is so me. Why do I only start being super productive at 8 p.m.? It's a problem. Hashtag entrepreneur. Hashtag business. Hashtag sleep. I'm the same way. Like I need to get up at six every day, but all of a sudden at midnight I'm like,
0: Whoa, I am awake and full of ideas. Yep. I called someone in the UK at two AM this morning Did because I woke up and I was like, Oh, they're just waking up. Why don't yeah. I just hassle him? Sometimes I'll get one from her at four thirty four and I'm like in my master bathroom. Like, yeah. hey, so remember the thing in November? I'm really curious about that. Where are we on that? I was like, nothing keeps me up at night, but um, Actually, since I am awake, this is keeping me up and I'm calling you. Yeah.
1: I'll get a text from this one, this boss over here at Mm -hmm. 2.40, Mm -hmm. 4.40. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, nothing. I was just awake, you know, just thinking and stuff. Just responding to
0: your text from two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's an email, like an inbox. I'm the worst. (laughs) Jocelyn Floor says, learning how to program so I don't have to hire someone else to design my blog, hashtag girl boss moment or hashtag control freak. Hashtag both. (laughs) Hashtag good thinking. Okay. Hashtag resourceful. Hashtag good job. Inexpensive.
1: Hashtag IT girl. Amanda says, this week was running my fastest mile of my marathon training so far while listening to Girl Boss podcast. I'm just dying. I can't imagine running a mile and jamming out to us talking about burps and stuff and just being like... (sighs) But I think it's kind of amazing that that was her fastest mile.
0: Yeah, I need DJ. Uh, oh yeah, I t- t- I need like whatever. Uh, salt and pepper. It's like mm, 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 or mm, like mm. yeah, I need. Bam, bam. Bam. It's Brittany, bitch. Bam, yeah. bam, bam, bam. I have this visual of her running, I and mean, when you and I are both like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was doing like jump roping the other morning. Oh, that's the worst. and I was like <laughs> every time my I landed on the ground, I was like. <laughs> And I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Katie Ashcraft says, paid off my first vehicle early, screamed when I opened the title in the mail. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You don't realize that you don't own your shit until know. you get your title like years later. And You're it's like, like whoa, wow, I thought I owned this, but I guess I didn't. And this is the ultimate girl boss moment, which it seems to be the perennial girl boss moment, which when I ask people, it's always, I took care of myself, I worked out, mm-hmm. I did me time. So Kathleen Sedita her girl boss moment is, worked out after a 15-hour workday, so now I'm going to take a bubble bath, drink wine, and have a hot dog for dinner like a real adult. I like her. That one's good. Liz? Yeah? Thank you. This has been fun. Thanks for having me. Go high five for the principal. You've heard me talk about this before. I chose Squarespace because I knew that I wanted something that could reflect my style but that was also easy to use. With Squarespace, you can easily customize your own site with no coding. They give you the tools to build a site that looks professionally designed regardless of skill level. Squarespace will have your site up and running in no time. Plus, you get a free domain if you sign up for a year. Start your free trial today at Squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code GIRLBOSS to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, build it beautiful. So let's get to the interview. Moj Madara is someone that I've known for, I don't know, at least a few years now. Moj is on the forefront of digital media. She's the CEO of Beautycon Media and has created a community for content creators, fans, and brands to celebrate all things fashion, beauty, lifestyle, and more. Prior to Beautycon, Moj started two other digital agencies made with elastic and MMA, which she sold to Exopolis. I'm proud to say that Nasty Yells worked with her, too. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This is
2: fun. This reminds me of my college radio show, which I did for two years, which I loved, which is how I basically got into doing what I do. What did you play on your college radio show? I was a very hardcore riot girl. I loved everything goth, everything riot girl, everything romantic and kind of sexy. So I just, Betty Davis, Susie and the Banshees, lots of Bikini Kill. Mm -hmm. Lots of hole. Mm -hmm. Lots of like Depeche Mode. Yeah. Very moody. I was a moody teenager. Where did you go to college? Where was this radio show? UCI, University of Irvine. Oh. Went there for two years. Dropped out. Mm -hmm. Not happy. Why'd you drop out? I was paying for it on my own and I couldn't afford it, basically. And I did not think I was going to learn anything there that was going to help me figure out how to pay my way through life. So, Are you glad you dropped out? I think it's... What happened? I don't regret it. Like I had to go. I went to USC recently and taught a class, and I'm going to Stanford next month and teaching a class. And I'm like, That's this cool. is kind of awesome. Like I'm teaching people about media and marketing. But I'm
0: auditing some classes
2: at Stanford. Yeah. I'm That's flying awesome. up there on Monday. Awesome. Yeah. What classes? The one I'm
0: taking is called Building Innovative Brands, which people are like, "You're really need to take that class." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing? They scoff at me. <laughs> I want to know what my peers are learning, and I want to be exposed to the kind of thinking that they're exposed to. I want to see the way that people who have more organized ways of thinking about the things that I know innately organize their thoughts and ideas and present them. I like learning all the time, and just because I built a brand or wrote a book or didn't go to college the first time around doesn't mean that I can't learn something.
2: I think that's right. You're auditing. I definitely will do that later. Yeah. Yeah. You'll learn a lot. So what are you teaching? At USC, I did a class, two classes on fear. What do you have to say about fear? I think fear is a vital part of entrepreneurship and living. I think you have to like love it and embrace it. I think it's your romantic counterpart in anything you do. And if you just can't lean into it, you are not going to be an entrepreneur. So those two sessions were about naming some of my big failures and fears, and talking about how those are such amazing learning experiences, and how you sculpt your entire trajectory as an entrepreneur by leaning into those moments
0: is there anything
2: that you don't fear now that you feared a year ago? I have to make lots of decisions that are not always favorite decisions to make yeah and I used to agonize over people thinking I was mean or hard or not fair, and I don't think about it like that anymore. Mm-hmm. I think about the responsibilities I have to my employees and my investors. and Yeah. If you don't do what's right for the
0: greater team or company, right, then you're, you're not, not doing your job. You're not job. doing your job, <laughs> basically. I, I'm yeah.
2: Like, so... I don't feel, and there's individuals affected by that, yeah they're Sucks. they're like real people they're like yeah. their lives are impacted by your choices, and mm-hmm. so I don't agonize over those hard, hard moments anymore. I think as much, I don't have like s- upsetness with myself around that. It's weird feeling almost immune to the things that you used to fear,
0: and when you build a business or The first time you have to fire someone or the first time you have to deliver bad news or the first time, whatever it is, being the bearer of not great news is such a thing to agonize.
2: I still agonize over it. I'm not going to like, I guess what I'm saying is. You're just doing your job. You're not going to torture yourself over the decisions you have to make. If I didn't make these ruthless decisions for this company, like, why would you guys want me to be here? Yeah. And I'm like very ruthless about my job. Ruthless in what way? That word is such a scary word. I like what I do and I take it super seriously. I read every customer service email, every call, Amazing. every I obsessively read my Instagram accounts, yeah. all my and I feel like if people trusted me enough to do what I do, then I need to deliver on the promise of being awesome for them.
0: Are your parents proud
2: of you? I think they are now. Yeah. They weren't for a long time. Yeah, why? I mean, first I was gay. It's uh-huh. not okay. <laughs> it is now. It's now okay. <laughs> I mean, I left home when I was sixteen and a half years old. I did Why? not. Speak. Where'd you go? I got a fake ID and I got an apartment. Yeah, I got a job at a coffee shop in the morning, coffee shop in the evening. Went and this to was in Orange County, oh. Costa Mesa, <clears throat> and then we didn't talk for a long time and they did not know what to do with a kid that had like purple hair, green hair, red hair, purple doc martens and is going I want to see pictures. Yeah, I have lots of those pictures oh my God. of you know, like I'm going to Evan Dando and whole shows and elastica shows and nirvana shows and I'm going to Jabberjaw in LA and they're just like what is going on with our kids? She's supposed to be a doctor. Why a doctor? Are they doctors? Because we're a Persian, and we're like doctors, lawyers, or engineers. Cool. They're not bad. <laughs> 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 They're not bad things, but that's what they wanted. That's just not what you and, wanted. And they were... I knew I was very different, and they they thought that I'd caught like an American virus. That's what they would say. Oh, wow. They're like, you have caught this disease that exists in America, and... We it's don't, called self expression. Right. But also that, like, you know, your sexuality, mm-hmm. you're learning these things from your friends. Like, this is not normal. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like if I don't disconnect from them, that I would hurt myself in ways that were permanent. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think you learned from leaving home at such a young age?
2: Self preservation is important. Yeah. Staying alive. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you're alive. Yeah, me too. Cool. Yeah. But my parents are so awesome now because they have 100% 180. They are, I would say, tolerant to affectionate. Uh They love my girlfriend, so that helps. Um, You have siblings? Two younger sisters. One lawyer, one engineer.
0: Oh, my God. Amazing. Stoked for them. Yeah. Well, they're not on Girlboss Radio. They're not on (laughs) Girlboss. Whatever. (laughs) How did you get into
2: marketing? Like, When did that start? I think my entire career is owed to the fact that I'm like a fan of music. That's kind of what it was, is that I loved music, then I would go to festivals, I would see brands at festivals, I wanted to be in the music industry, but I knew I wasn't a producer and I knew I I wasn't like a singer-songwriter, so how could I participate? And then I'd read all these books when I was in college about the demise of the music industry and how digital was going to destroy it, how... You know, Sean Parker was sort of the savior of the music industry. And then when I started to spend more and more time in L.A. around musicians and people who are in bands, I sort of understood that they were rejecting that idea. They just, Digital wasn't interesting to them. So I wanted to figure out how to be involved with art and music, but not on the music side. So I thought, maybe I'll convince brands that I know about music and entertainment, and they can pay me to be involved with music. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know anyone in music, so I just figured I would say that I did, basically. And so what did they pay you to do? How did that work? I had a company called MMA Creative Group. Okay. And that- Mixed martial arts? Mixed martial arts, (laughs) yes, I know. Very stylish name, amazing. I'd originally called it Catalyst, which I thought was so cool. And then I changed it to MMA because I wanted it to sound official, like a law firm. So I was in my mid 20s. I needed to be like older than I was. So I met this guy who owned Airstream, basically. Like, Which, for, if you don't know, they're those cool silver trailers you see at festivals and maybe sometimes everything. on the. Yeah. Sean Penn has one and like Kelly Slater I has one. I want one. Yeah, they're red. I met the guy who owned Airstream, and he wanted to do cool things with Airstream. So I basically convinced him to let me go out and negotiate the licensing deal. I was like 25. I had met this guy at Quicksilver over the phone, and then I got his email, and then I basically asked for a meeting and pitched him the idea of doing like a partnership deal between Airstream and Quicksilver. What happened? They went from selling 100 units a year to 900 units of just that line. Of the Airstream? Mm Mm-hmm. And what does Quicksilver have to do with Airstream? How did you connect that? Surfers love lifestyles. They'll strap it on. To Jack Johnson will, like, travel all around the coast. That crooner? Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, like, watching all of the, yeah. their advertising. I was like, you know who would be cool for an Airstream? Like, a surfer. Yeah. Who has tons of money in surf? At that time, it was Quicksilver. Yeah, you kind of have to have money to surf. Now. Mm-hmm. They put me on, like, a s- eight-year retainer after that. Oh, my God. It was, like, seven figures a year. Through That's that. same. insane. Yep. I did all of their entertainment, music marketing, Modest Mouse, Queens of the Stone Age, The Kills, like I could, I could go on and on about like all the, the Surf Girls TV show, Riding Giants, like endorsing movies and producing them with Studio Canal, launching events at Sundance. And then you sold MMA to a company called Exopolis. Yes. And then Exopolis was like a super high-end digital interactive studio that had launched the iPhone 1, iPhone 2, Rhapsody rebrands, launched PBS rebrand. We did the U2 Loves BlackBerry project for Leo Burnett and BlackBerry. So that was like 120-some-odd employees. They bought MMA, and then I became their CEO. Wow. And... That was really intense. That were you it. sad
0: when you sold your company? What was that like? No, it was fun.
2: It was coming into like a whole nother, just whole nother experience. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. When and why did it end and what happened after that? We were together for three years. We got an awesome acquisition offer from a private equity group. That's in a time and a place where we had something really valuable. We had like a vendor agreement with Microsoft, which is like very difficult to get Mm -hmm. and attractive to anyone who wants to be in business with Microsoft. We had just like an awesome opportunity to exit and I knew I wanted to be more in startups and digital and I didn't want to be on the service agency brand side of the business anymore. And so that exit sort of was an opportunity and we just took it. Mm -hmm. And then you started me with Elastic. Then I started Made with Elastic.
0: And that company is still around? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. So Made with Elastic invests in startups, advise startups, and does take on special projects on occasion for things that I'm just particularly passionate or interested in. So it's your personal vehicle. Yeah. It's my personal, you know, I had three years of consulting HTC on their mobile strategy. I worked with Forby Parker on like their entertainment strategy. I've gotten to work with some amazing folks. Yeah. I basically, that's how I cool. got involved with BeautyCon, is that I was like advising and working on BeautyCon through Made with Elastic, and then I was like, holy cow, I just have to run this thing.
0: Girl Boss Radio is all about empowering our listeners to become bosses of their own lives, which is why I'm super excited to welcome FreshBooks as our sponsor. FreshBooks wants to help you run your own small business like a boss. To start with, FreshBooks makes creating and sending invoices ridiculously easy. And by easy, I mean it takes literally less than 30 seconds to create and send a polished, professional-looking invoice. If you're hearing this but telling yourselves how much you hate dealing with numbers, like I do, FreshBooks was made for you, even if you're not a numbers person, and actually, especially if you're not a numbers person. To help get you started, FreshBooks is offering a month of unrestricted use to all of our listeners, totally free, right now. Go to freshbooks.com girlboss and enter girlboss in the How Did You Hear About Us section. What's BeautyCon?
2: What is BeautyCon? BeautyCon is a media, digital, experiential IRL platform for young girls who love beauty, lifestyle, and culture. I invested in it two years ago and became their CEO about 18 months ago. It was originally a festival business, transformed it to a media company with an awesome subscription box that we send out on a quarterly basis. It's basically like a lifestyle business. I, would, I think about it as like what ESPN is to sports, like we are to beauty.
0: How many events were there when you invested in BeautyCon? There was one. And where was that? It was in LA, what at was, the
2: YouTube what? space. It was like 150 people. Oh, my
0: God. Okay, and I went to... I had a hot dog at BeautyCon LA, which it was like a festival. It was like Coachella or something. It was huge. How long from the time that you invested to then?
2: Two years. It's wow. been about two years. How many people attended the LA event? How many people attended, or how many people were outside trying to get inside? It was about 15,000 people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, how many cities are you guys in now? We're in LA, New York, London, Dallas, Dubai. We're going to do Singapore this year. Cool. And we're going to add Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta's going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm psyched about Atlanta. I know when I saw you at BeautyCon LA, you
0: said, I feel like it's like the Riot Girl
2: movement. They There's are. Like that. That's why I love them. Explain I'm, that. I'm obsessed with these people. I'm obsessed with them. So when I after Isopolis, I started angel investing in any company that I thought was awesome. And I noticed that a lot of these companies were really scaling quickly, but they were scaling scaling through YouTuber and or affiliate partnerships. I was like, oh, that's like really weird. Who are all of these people? Mm-hmm. And then I started digging into YouTube and then seeing that Google had invested all this money into these YouTube channels. And you see the early onsets of Michelle Fawn and Grace Helbig and Hannah Hart and even PewDiePie and like Bethany Moda and tila dunn you see like candy johnson and these are like if you're like under 18 these are household names every 20 year old knows who these people are and they're massive huge grace helbig was on the show yeah she's awesome Mm -hmm. she's so great she's cool but the energy and the way that they approach life and the way that they think about things has such a fucking punk approach like, these kids are very punk in mm-hmm. their approach to life. They're not even millennials. They're, like, a generation below millennials, so they're literally the 16 to 24-year-old realm. And they have such a true feminist expression, but it's, like, in such a beautiful, expressive, creative format that I thought was awesome. When I saw 10,000 kids lined up to meet Candy Johnson, mm-hmm. I was like—
0: 10,000?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. I mean, i it's so insane that I couldn't believe it. And I realized that these people were just, I mean, they were tattooed. They had amazing makeup in their own micro world, like powerful social accounts. Mm -hmm. They were just, how can you get 10,000 people together without spending a dollar in traditional marketing or PR? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like you're in a brand space like you that's yeah, you can't do that. It's such an interesting
0: time because anybody can be a brand. Anyone can get out there. You don't have to be somebody's someone famous's daughter or be in Los Angeles or even be uh, conventionally beautiful or whatever. How do you think that's going to change media in the future? And
2: what do you think it's doing for people personally? First and foremost, you have an entire generation of young women who feel underrepresented in traditional media because they are diverse in ethnicity and gender and body shapes and sizes and they're not perfect looking personalities on TV, right? So then there's these digital platforms that are free and readily available to them and because they wanna have a voice, they've created content through the process of gained thousands and thousands and hundreds of, some of them like millions of fans, and now you have all of these amazing, successful, young, smart women entrepreneurs who are running their businesses independently of any network, any sales team, any affiliate, any licensing deal. Like they are like entirely their own company. I mean, if you have a million subscribers on YouTube, you can make a high six-figure salary for yourself. Like before you would have... To you'd go be like a makeup artist at Sephora Mm -hmm. you know what I mean That's insane but you're now like okay I could go get I could go cut someone's hair I could make like if you love beauty and fashion and style like you now can be like a plus size model who does makeup or hair in your home you can have a fan base you can have a killer Pinterest board and you can make easily I'm not gonna say easily you have to be committed dedicated consistent and create great content but like I know dozens and dozens and dozens of young women who are making north of, like, half a million dollars a year. That's insane.
0: That's amazing.
2: That is amazing because yeah. that's, like, a whole new generation of people who are coming into financial… Independence. Independence, but in a way in which… That's why when I met, when, the BeautyCon audience to me was intriguing to me because I thought, these people will be in charge when I'm old and they are coming up with like a whole different set of politics and values and they're independent and they're savvy and they they may not know how to balance a checkbook but they know how to venmo each other and they know how to right you know like they're 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 financially empowered from a very young age because they're given amazon accounts to buy what they need and they're smart and they're interesting and i'm curious to know where they go over time
0: yeah, it's great. I remember when you were telling me about this the first time that... Because everyone
2: thought I was nuts. You <laughs> know, I've
0: raised money, we've done our thing, but I've never really known someone who's like, hey, I'm going to go do this thing. And I go to an event and there's 15,000 people. It's unbelievable how much you've manifested in such a short period of time. I mean... It's like you just turn on a switch or something. I'm sure it was a lot more work
2: than that. All I can ever see really in things that I'm working on is what the end product looks like and everything else between here and now is, I can't see it. Yeah. What's the end product? Probably looks and feels a lot like, I think we'll get to like a million subscribers, I think within the next three years. Wow. We've come out the gate. We're already at like about 15,000 subscribers in less than like three months. Wow. You know, it's yeah. like massive for us.
0: Yeah, congratulations.
2: Thank you. Super excited. I think BeautyCon will be, synonymous to like not that dissimilar to what ESPN or Made creates for yeah. like food or yeah. ESPN creates for sports. If you love beauty and the culture of beauty, I mean, our whole agenda is about reinventing what beauty is yeah. for like a new diverse market.
0: Do you think that traditional beauty players are adapting to these trends? All of them. Yeah. Every single one of them. And they're like Moj, let us give you our money to help <laughs> us. Is that, how, is that how it works? <laughs> it's
2: a partnership. Uh Um, beauty brands are keenly aware of the fact that traditional methods of marketing are just not working for them the way that it used to yeah did you like being ceo do you like being ceo today i do like being ceo yeah yeah i also like being co-ceo i also like co-founder i Mm -hmm. like I like being anywhere where I'm not the smartest person in the room. Well, you're definitely the case here. I don't Mm -hmm. think so. I'm kidding. No, You're definitely the smartest person. Um, My mom gave me a book on entrepreneurship in the third grade. Oh. And I have the book, and I have all the book reports that she made me write. Well, she doomed you early on then. She totally – me like she did and she knows that she did she doesn't feel bad that's why I wanted you to meet her because I'm like this is like a 65 year old girl boss Uh She's like yeah mogling real estate with her like mink poncho I'm like what's her name Giti oh yeah yeah what's your dad's name Hassan obviously Hassan and Giti 1968 coming to America are you even wearing makeup no I've never (laughs) worn makeup I've seen you with eyeliner on I mean the only time that's ever happened to me recently was Bloomberg, which I okay. almost hyperventilated. Saw that. Yep. Ugh, that was awful. I kept telling them that I don't want to wear makeup. They uh-huh. kept making me wear makeup. Why don't you want to wear makeup? I <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm laughing because
2: I run BeautyCon, but I don't want to wear makeup. Um, I'm just not that girl. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not. Did you ever
0: wear makeup? Never. So we have a few questions from Instagram okay. this morning. Hanny Baldry asks to Moj. What previous role best prepared you for CEO? Um, Dropout.
2: Dropout. Dropout. Getting my own apartment. Yeah. Figuring out how to get through school. Yeah. That's what I'd figure. It sounds
0: like a joke, but (laughs) I believe it. Catherine Alexis asks, as your career progresses, are you ever puzzled with wondering if you have what it takes to handle business at your level?
2: I think everyone should ask that question. That's like, you're not like a narcissist. Like, I mean, you're not like, like, I'm so rad. I've
0: got everything (laughs) covered forever. (laughs) Yeah. Sam Jill Dav asks Do you have any daily rituals or certain ways you start your day to keep yourself on track and focused? And what time do you start your work day in the morning?
2: Five. My dog licks my face at 5.56 a.m.
0: And then what time are you actually out of bed?
2: I get him out. I mean, we cuddle a little bit. We have to have morning cuddles. And then I'll take him out at like 7.15 for a walk. The deal is if I walk the dog, Roy will make the breakfast. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So that's a morning routine. What do but- you eat? Mm, these days, low glycemic vegetables and protein. And coconut pancakes Mm. and matcha tea. I'm hungry. Yeah. All right. Last question. When did you first see a huge resurgence
0: in the beauty category? And where do you see brands going with their marketing in the future? What are your three favorite products of the moment or products that you can't live without?
2: I think the beauty industry has pivoted from it being a concealer, fixer, make me younger, look thinner culture into a this is fun, this is community, this is culture, this is a way to express yourself as power and creativity. And I think people are now having a really good time getting dressed. Fashion's having a great moment. I think beauty's having a great moment. And I think that's because the messaging is inclusive versus exclusive.
0: What was your girl boss moment in the last week? And it can be, you know, I did something nice for my mom. I took a bath and, you know, relaxed. I finished my term paper.
2: Uh, What's the thing that this week that you were like, fuck yeah, like I did something for myself? Oh, I started this new thing called Orange Theory. The fuck is that? Uh, it? That's so unfriendly as a workout. Let me tell you. Ooh. It's it's a 30-minute interval Rowing, power walking, rowing, power walking, rowing, power walking. And then after 30 minutes, they switch you into like these anaerobic weight training. I don't want to go at all. My doctor is like, you need to go to this thing. Anaerobic is beyond aerobic, right? Yeah. Super high pace. Yeah. Well, it goes from like your heart rate's 140, 140, 140 to like 160, 180, 160, 180, 160, 180. Uh Yeah. So I've gone to this thing six or seven times Where is this? It's on Sunset and Fairfax and they have 180 locations all over the, the country. I do you feel, feel good? Yeah. Cool. I'm in like a get healthy mode. Yeah. To like take too. care of myself this year. Me too. Because last year I really beat myself up. Yeah. Too many flights, too many airplane food, yeah, too much. Too many hotels. Too, too many dinners like, out. shit. Too many I'm in the same mode. Yeah. We should just watch The Bachelor together with popcorn. I love, we love watching The Bachelor. I fucking love The Bachelor. I'm trying to figure out what's a cool meditation practice because I used to do TM
0: Mm. that's transcendental meditation for any of you who don't live
2: in Los Angeles (laughs) I was laughing this morning at listening to Courtney's chanting oh yeah I used to work with her and I remember going to her house several occasions at midnight and listening to like hours of chanting that's cool she's the grooviest I mean her voice chanting she's an amazing I mean I'm glad you guys did that collaboration me too she's such an intelligent person I really like her smart I love her
0: Moj, what's your parting piece of advice for the girl bosses listening to this show?
2: My parting piece of advice is that lean into your failures. What does that mean? I think you should just own your fuck ups. I think if something is hard, I think you should lean into it, get the learning and strategy out of it. I also think because we're like in a moment where everyone and their mother thinks they're an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. wants to like start things. And I think that's cool. I think it's good for people to be honest about who they are and what they do and don't want in life. I don't think every single person in life needs to be a ball busting CEO. I think it's fine for people to like really embrace what quality of life they want and to like choose it powerfully as opposed to forcing themselves into an Instagram mold of you don't know how people's lives really are. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Moj. Thanks. I had fun. Me too.
0: Bye. All right, that was Girl Boss Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our producer is Shara Morris. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Please let us know what you think of the show. You can find us on Twitter at Girlboss, on Instagram at Girlboss. Our email address is podcast at girlboss.com, and you can find me at Sophia Russo, A-M-O-R-U-S-O, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. For exclusive content from today's podcast and to listen to the entire show, you can go to nastygal.com and hit the button called nasty galaxy and if you like the show please tell a friend and subscribe to us in itunes stitcher or your favorite podcast app and don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe it helps other people discover our show thank you also to the band phases our theme song is from their song i'm in love with my life and my husband joel Dr Graf, for our interstitial jam i'm sophia amaruso talk to you next week